Broadcasting the balance and defending the discourse, I would like to welcome you to another episode of Civic Cipher, where our mission is to foster allyship, empathy, and understanding. Today, we are broadcasting from the Hip Hop Weekly Studios, and I am your host, Ramses Job. Big shout out to my man, Q Ward, who is back in the Middle East, changing the world, and uh, can't wait to have him back in the studio again soon. But for now, I have a couple of special guests in the building that are here to have a very important conversation. We've been saying some things about the goings-on in Palestine, and we've been having these conversations. We feel that they are important, they are necessary, and I feel honored to have two people with us in the studio. One is Suzanne Aslam, who's been with us before. For those unacquainted, she is a human rights major and a former Miss Arab USA, as well as an actress and activist turned writer. Um, spent time in Palestine working with the peacekeeping team and she obviously has a deep personal understanding of the occupation, the Israeli occupation over there. And we have a new friend to myself and to the show. Um, he goes by the name Resistance is Beautiful and actually I came across him for going viral a few times uh, for bringing attention to um, the, uh, the Palestinian people in the state of uh, Palestine. And the fact of the matter is that there is a lot more in the way of conversation that we need to have with respect to what's going on over there. And so um, I appreciate you both coming to the show. And today I plan on really having some, some conversations that in, inform our listeners on ways that we can better support what's going on. Uh, in, in Palestine on the ground from where we are here in the USA. So there's a lot to stick around for. So please do that. But first and foremost, we're going to start this show off with some Ebony Excellence. And today's Ebony Excellence is sponsored by Major Threads for innovative, fashionable sportswear. Check MajorThreads.com. Today for Ebony Excellence, we're going to keep in line with the theme. We're going to highlight a man who I believe exemplifies Ebony Excellence. He goes by the name of Sean King. And the reason that we're shouting out Sean King as today's example of Ebony Excellence is because he has really showed, I think all of us, what strength looks like, how powerful black voices can be, what allyship looks like. And he has been bold, very bold in the face of opposition. He is constantly sharing how he's at risk of being deplatformed by showing videos and 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 con sharing content on social media that is causing a lot of people to question what's going on yeah. um, in gaza uh, with respect to the palestinian people i'm, I'm sure you're familiar yes. with sean king yes i think he's nothing less than a hero to be sure, honest sure absolutely sure i appreciate that and i know that you mentioned that you follow him as well right He's, it's been so wonderful to have an American voice speak so passionately and so strongly and have so many connections to the people on the land that he's really been able to um, to apply firsthand accounts to to a, a group of people who otherwise might not have that access. Right, right. And so what I'd like to do is um, have you look him up. Sean is spelled S-H-A-U-N, last name King, like the conventional spelling. Um, be warned, uh, there's a lot of graphic content there but if you have a beating heart and a degree of empathy i think that you will find that uh it's important the the, the things that he's sharing with with people so today i just wanted to make sure that we shouted out sean king 
for our ebony excellence. So today, I'm going to start us off with a little bit of a story. Mm -hmm. um, now, I know that we've all had a conversation for the Black Information Network. Um, and so I appreciate you coming back to do Civic Cipher with me because this is also near and dear to my heart. Um, I feel it's important to share with people how you came into my life, Resistance. Mm -hmm. We'll call you Resistance for short. Um, but I saw a video of you um, at your house. And what happened was a police officer knocked on your door. And there was someone recording mm -hmm. you answering the door. And it's important to point out that the police officer was black mm -hmm. and that you are a Palestinian man, Muslim Palestinian mm -hmm. man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. This police officer, this black officer knocks on your door and serves you with papers saying that you are not allowed. They're like trespassing papers correct. or something that says- Go back to uh, Arizona State University. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. And- I, you know, I saw this video. There were so many people that had viewed this this video. I was, yeah. Oh man, it was crazy. I I I felt like, why am I seeing this so late? Because so many people had already gotten to it before me. I should know about this, especially happening in Arizona. But um, it was a conversation that followed that was so moving. Thank you. Uh, effectually, what was communicated to the officer was, um, "Thank you." for bringing this to me, I consider this, this paper, a badge of honor. And a conversation ensued between you and the officer. And you articulated to the officer that you learned what resistance and what protesting was. And your examples that you followed were examples of the officer's people, of my people, of black people. Absolutely. Um, Nelson Mandela. Yep. Malcolm uh, X. Malcolm X, indeed. You know, and, and these great protesters from history yeah. who ultimately it turned out that they were on the right side. And in the moments, you know, I think Nelson Mandela was on the terrorist list until 2008. 2018. I believe. 2008. 2008. Yeah. Well, he was, yeah. So fairly recently. After he was president of a country. Yeah. yeah after he was, president. he was still on the terrorist list. Yeah, right? yeah, so it yeah. ended up being the case that obviously Nelson Mandela was indeed the whole time on the right side of history. Correct. Yeah. Um, but what was very special about this video was the candor. Yeah. The nature of the communication. It wasn't combative. It wasn't angry. It mm -hmm. was, it came from a place of love and that, that sense of pride and that sense of love and that sense of uh, brotherhood. Forgive me if I'm speaking for you far beyond you know, me to state another perfectly said. Keep going. <laughs> but that spirit, I believe, has been largely, largely reflected mm -hmm. in what I have seen of the Palestinian human beings. And so for you to be so close um it felt appropriate that i should reach out and see if you would honor me with your presence you honor me uh honestly and you honor us palestinians for giving us a voice you know at a time where you know you can be uh, you know death threats or smear campaigns or god knows what could be lobbied against you sure sure, sure. you know so thank you yeah, really yeah. I, I, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do 
Um, so uh, just if, if if my hope is that I will have done right by you, you yeah. know, and and that's Thank really you. it. I I'm honored. I, I I know a moment ago that you, you know, were praying and to witness a prayer. Uh, there's there's so many beautiful things about these people and and about the, and I I feel like those things need to be shared on a on a broader stage, not just with Sean King and and activists on TikTok and that sort of things. Sure. But and there's a lot of stuff missing from the media space. And since I work in media. You know, um, these are conversations I feel are very important. And you're no stranger to that, Suzanne, because you've been on the show before, obviously, to have this conversation. Hopefully, at some point in the future, we can have conversations that aren't so heavy and and based on people being harmed. But I I appreciate you returning because I know that this can be a heavy lift mentally and spiritually for you as well to keep coming back and to keep having these conversations. So I admire your bravery and your consistency in helping us tell the stories from the Palestinian perspective. What, what you said at the on the other show that we were on together in mm-hmm. the Black Information Network is, and you used the word obligation, um, it's just, it's what we do. Mm-hmm. It's what we as Palestinians do, especially when we live, we're living in America. Yeah. We are so blessed to live in a place where we are free and we are safe. So and true. there's not enough. There's never enough that people like us feel like we're doing. Mm-hmm. I know. And so if there's an opportunity to do it in yeah. a way that we... We, you know, you go out into the streets and you're on the corner of uh, Fashion Square yeah. protesting, and that's something that you feel really good about, and, you, and you're yeah. and you're making change in that way. Mm-hmm. And I write about it, and that's how I find the way to make. And, and this is what we do, and this is who we are, and it's always going to be. You're just born into it. Yeah, resistance, resistance, uh, resistance comes in different forms, mm-hmm. right? You yeah, know, and you, we need all yeah, of it. We need all of it. Mm-hmm. All fronts, all horses galloping mm-hmm. to liberation. <laughs> well, I would like to start and end this conversation. Um, as I do with many conversations I have in the spirit of love. And because I'm aware that there are some people perhaps because of the information they've received or perhaps because of maybe their specific sensitivities. Um, I want to speak love into this conversation from the beginning. And I want to close with that. If that's, if that's okay with me. Yes, of course. Is. Love um, wins. I would like for um, you to offer a word of kindness to your Jewish brothers and sisters, we'll start with you. Um, sure. And then we'll go to you. Um, I would say, first of all, to my Jewish brothers and sisters, we share a lot in common. Mm-hmm. The way we dance, the way we eat, the way we celebrate, the way we talk, we share so much with one another. Uh, we live in peace in so many countries with each other. Mm-hmm. And one day when Palestine is returned to us, we want the Jews to stay there just like they were before 1948, before the invasion, they will beautify the land. Mm-hmm. We want the Jews, the Christians, and the Muslims to live together, and the atheists, and the Mormons, and the Catholics mm-hmm. all together in Jerusalem, in Palestine, return back to us so that we can take care of everyone inside of it. Mm-hmm. This is what we want. And a special shout out to all of the incredible Jews around America that have been arrested for protesting for the Palestinians. They are heroes. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about civil disobedience? <laughs> they got that down. Yeah. And, and you know, my, my social media is full of videos of that, of, of our Jewish brothers and sisters getting arrested because they're speaking out for Palestinians and against the Palestinian genocide. Mm-hmm. So definitely with love. Absolutely. Suzanne, Why are they speaking out? Because a horrible atrocity happened to their people yeah. not that long ago mm-hmm. within the lifetime of their grandparents mm-hmm. and they refuse to let it happen again and in their name it is it's it's a double offense 
And it's to your point. I mean, who's they're the ones getting arrested the most on Capitol Hill, like 300, I think, happened in one weekend. It is it is incredible. And we feel so supported and so loved by organizations like Jewish Voice for Peace. They're my favorite ones. Um, God, I love them. Um, Rabbis for Human Rights, um, even internal organizations inside of Israel that denounce the occupation and support uh, liberation of Palestinian people and or look for ways for us to live in peace together. Um, yeah. This is why, and we have to make this disclaimer because people like to use this stuff against us, yeah. but this is why this is not about people. This is about resisting a government mm-hmm. and the people are together. Yes. Okay. So um, a lot has changed since we last talked to you and I, Suzanne, and um, I want to, get an idea of how things sit since there was a, I, I called it a ceasefire, but there was a, a pause in bombing. Ugh. And that has resumed. Um, let, let's, let's, let's talk about that. How are you feeling now? Are you feeling more optimistic? Is there more information that, is there more that we can do and in that moment, I know that I was feeling hopeful that that would last longer than the five. Yeah, and I, I squashed your hope a little bit there when we talked about it earlier. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Um, uh, there's, it's weird. It's weird to balance two very um, opposing feelings at the same time. It's weird to go, oh, they they unpaused and then in one day killed seven hundred people, and if it was seven hundred Israelis. Mm-hmm. People would be so and rightfully upset. Why are people not upset about 701 day after right right after the pause? And um, so there's a part of us that we're just like, oh, like, come on, please, what are you doing? Be mad. We're mad, and, it, and it's never going to end. And you just see the journalists in Gaza who are you know getting thinner and getting more depressed and getting just less hopeful, and it's just so devastating. And then I so I hold that I hold that pain and that frustration. And then at the same time, I've never seen the world so united. Mm-hmm. And I think the media thought we would we would forget. Yeah. And I know Palestinians will never forget, but I think mm. we thought you would forget. Yep. And the media looked around and they're like, oh, people aren't forgetting. People, non-Arabs, non-Palestinians aren't dropping this. And I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, there is this weird hope because I've never felt so supported and loved by the international community the way I do now. I am not talking about governments, although there have been governments who've come out and support. I am talking about citizens worldwide that are just saying, no, and I'm sorry we didn't see it before, but we hear you now. We see you now when we're with you and we're not going to stop talking about the it. The hundreds of millions. God, it's been I incredible. It's so I hold those dualities and it's a constant daily minute by minute back and forth between those two feelings resistance is beautiful sir yes sir (laughs) another incredibly viral video of yours Mm. uh takes place at a shopping mall on black friday (laughs) yeah and that one was booming i saw the numbers on that i was like (laughs) man he is killing it okay Anyway, um, right after that, there was the the pause, and then the bombings mm-hmm. resumed. Mm-hmm. 
And I could not imagine. I could imagine, but I, I, I couldn't, you know, it's, it's the same and it's different, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, I, you know, that I, I, I mentioned to you before, you know, that I, 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 I hope that I'm able to be as good a brother to you in this moment as I, as I possibly can be, but, Thank you. um, I kind of want to get your thoughts on yeah. where the situation is in Gaza now. Um, just, just how you feel about how things are going. And so, you know, for 75 years, we've had to deal with this terrorist project known as Israel for 75 years, 1948, both sides of my grandparents were kicked out. No, no chance of return for a lot of us Palestinians, our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents, they hang the keys of their homes on their walls. This is known. So if you enter a Palestinian house, there'll be some semblance of like some sort of key or something on the wall mm -hmm. of the homes that they were kicked out of. So we've been dealing with this for 75 years and to the point of Suzanne, my sister, what, what she's saying about like, it feels so good that people are recognizing us because it's the first time in 75 years that we feel like we can, someone hears our voice. Hey, okay. It's the first time. Good. So the, the feeling she has, all of us Palestinians have. This is the first time we feel like our voice is being heard. 75 years of drowning, being murdered and kicked out and our culture being stolen from us. You know, they say like the, the, the Israeli occupier saying that they created the food that we eat. They dance the way that we dance. They created the kofiya that's ours. Everything, right? It's ethnic cleansing. They want to take like the dementor, you know, the dementor that sucks the soul. Just everything, everything that you are, it's now us. Mm -hmm. right? It's a, it, what is ethnic? They're going to ethnically cleanse it and take it where for themselves and say, we created all of this. Oh, well, listen, I know a thing or two about that because I'm, sure. I'm black. I'm sure you do. And so and so for it. us, this is what we've been dealing with. And then it got, our land got shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and shrunk all the way to we have Gaza, which is 25 miles. And we have West Bank. That's it. That's where we're at today, 2023. With okay. Gaza, 2.3 million people. As of today, as of this recording. 1.9 million Gazans, 1.9 million completely displaced, 30,000 murdered, 10,000 of them being children. And that does not include the people under the rubble. So do the math. 1.9 million displaced in 60 days. That is a murder and a crime against all of mankind. Okay. Now, this conversation is going to move a little bit quicker than the one before. What do you say to people now, after, to your point, Israel has well defended itself, has responded, over-responded in, in my estimation, but resistance, what do you say to people who say, well, they drop leaflets, they're trying to get to the tunnels, mm -hmm. They're trying to root out sure. Hamas so that this doesn't happen in Israel again. What do you say to people who have that position? Sure. That's like saying, you know, here in America that the school shooter sent an email or dropped off some flyers before he shot up everyone in the school. So I ask to the American viewers who are listening now, is that an acceptable response? 
that the shooter of a school sent an email before he shot up the school, mm. that the shooter of a school sent out some flyers before he did it. It is murderous. And our occupier is murderous. Our occupier is soulless. And our occupier dropping leaflets with bombs means nothing to us. They have no morals and they are trying to sell morality and we know that it does not come from them. This is satanic is what it is. Do you feel that the the flyer, the dropping of the flyers maybe is is has something to do with keeping a narrative or, or crafting is. or cultivating a narrative? Is. To sell it. Mm -hmm. They gave him advance warning, see? Exactly. It's it's a way to sell it, to, to convince the American public that it's okay to murder children. So, I, I believe the American public now is waking up and, and recognizing this. And this is what I wanted to ask you, Suzanne. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of people, we're not the only people that can see these videos on TikTok, you know, like your videos and see the videos from like a Sean King. They have to be able to see that. And I'm talking about the Israeli government, not about Jewish people. I don't think any of us are talking about no, Jewish no, people. No, we're, we're talking, talking about a government. Yes, the government. conversation is about a government. Yeah. That government and, and their immense intelligence has mm -hmm. to know mm -hmm. that they are doing what they are doing with the... I saw... You showed me a video, yeah. Resistance, and there was, a, there was a boy and he was rolling back and forth in pain and you mentioned there was a special bomb that they so israel uses illegal weapons against children uh, and one of the weapons that they use is white phosphorus bombs this is illegal um and um there is at least tens of thousands of videos of white phosphorus bombs being dropped on palestinians palestinian children mm -hmm. and the video you saw today that sean king put up is of a child whose entire body is burned and he's rolling around because he cannot get that tingling feeling out of him oh okay that's what it is yes either you are seeing footage of of, of children torn up completely their body parts ripped apart mangled their skin just torn off the the, the weapons that are being dropped are designed to inflict harm they are designed to annihilate these the bombs that drop have shrapnel in them that cut through so many people get cut into pieces you'll see footage of neighborhoods completely turned to dust and america is funding these are american bombs going to israel these are two terrorist colonial imperialistic nations intentionally murdering palestinians so I want to I want to make sure that we circle back to that because that's got to feel particularly hurtful to know that um, the United States has kind of adopted a, a very strong posture, um, which seems to be in favor of the nation state of Israel and opposed to uh, Palestine. But um, we're going to circle back to that because that obviously, you know, you, you two are people that can articulate that better than me.